Did you know Randy hates fun? For breaking soccer news, for insight that excels, for expert analytics, you better go somewhere else. Portland Betty Soccer Podcast. Enjoy it now, cause it probably won't last. Bitches poop, they cover it all, they'll discuss everything except football. Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. Hey, welcome to episode 58, <laughs> season three, number 14 of the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. Tentatively titled, I hope we don't even make the playoffs. I am Randy. I'm coming to you from Northeast Portland. Greg's coming to you from Northwest Portland. Jonathan from Northeast Portland. Josh from Westland, Oregon. Coming up in today's episode, we've got exciting news. A stellar invitation for you, our listeners. We're going to talk about Toronto and Sporting KC. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna touch base on Dumpster Fire 2022, the front office chronicles. Ooh. Our episode reader mail and feedback, and we're gonna talk about the upcoming Seattle and Austin matches a little bit. I got a thirty wow. second cider review too. Ooh, oh, oh is it? Wait, we have a cider review for Mark Prince medal. Yeah. Well, do not it damn. Yeah, yeah, do, do it, it now. I want to know right. about it. Beer review for Mark and literally no one else. Uh, Portland Cider Company, actually located in Clackamas, but uh, they do pretty good cider. I like they're kind of dry, um, which is good because um, I like two towns, but two towns is overall pretty sweet. Um, anyways, Portland Cider Company has a cider called True Brute. Um, it's made with champagne yeast. It's a 6.9% Ooh. alcohol and it is dry. Uh, they said zero sugar. So I guess that's like zero added sugar outside of the apples. Um, bubbly beverage, uh, truly a cider to celebrate. And I have to agree with that. It is a, it is a good, um, dry cider. Um, dry cider local is kind of hard to find. It's you know, so I, that that dry side. What's the other one called? The kind of dry one. Kind of dry, yeah. Yeah, I love that one. I love ciders, so that's pretty forking cool. Yeah, the nice. the, the true brute b r u t, um, which I guess is has to do with the champagne yeast, like the uh, brute champagne. Yes, um, that's a, that's a lot drier than the kind of dry, and uh, it was a pleasant surprise. So there you go. Nice. So it seems to only come in like a tall, skinny can, like a little bit. Um, like an oversized can, like a tall boy. Oh, a tall, skinny can, like Josh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been called many times. <laughs> and you know, when, when when people think Josh, they think tall and skinny. Okay, and a can. Um, and can. <laughs> yeah, you're like a mini soda can, uh, but so am I. So thanks. <laughs> Sorry, the the construction noise is happening, but I am enjoying an old fashioned that I just made downstairs in the kitchen, and uh, I am using ancient age bourbon, which is uh, if you look for a plastic jug on the bottom shelf, and you can find an ancient age ten year that's actually Baby Blanton's. Believe it or not, it's just a bit oh. watered down, um, and uh, you can usually find it pretty much anywhere. It's not a sipping bourbon, but it is certainly perfect for an old fashioned. Is it Delightful. a? Are there cherries in old fashions? Uh, no, it is an orange peel uh, that uh, goes okay. old-fashioned with some... Like, an- it depends on where you go. 
Um, I, I prefer mine without cherries, but some places put them in there. You ever see like Dale Montgomery like makes his own cherries, like his big process to like cook up the, the cherries, add the sugar and all that stuff, and and sort no. of halfway no. bottle them. Yeah. Well, how come he's never offered it to us? I feel like that's kind of offensive. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of weird. have we ever offered anything to him outside of pure soccer podcasting entertainment? Yeah, I've designed a bunch of stuff for him. Oh, probably got Josh, paid. Josh took that seriously. No. I took that not seriously. I want my friends to get free stuff. I'm just drinking water and crushed up Advil right now. <laughs> <laughs> you say Ad? Do you mean Adderall or Advil or both? Ad, Advil. <laughs> yeah, I have a headache. Oh. Yeah, that's uh, Greg, what are you drinking? I'm drinking. I just tapped on my home kegerator some. Uh, what is it called? Sunflower IPA from McMinimins. Ooh, nice. oh. that's, not a, that's not a bad beer. You um, know, it's a perfectly serviceable entry level IPA. It's whatever. Yeah. Hey, we just kind of ripped off a bit from Outer Roses. Fuck you guys. What are you going to do about it? Um, That's right. What are you going to do? Are you going to yeah. fight us? Yeah. Because actually, if you want to fight us in person, I have excellent news for you. Oh, what right. would that be, know? Jonathan? Ho, ho, ho. Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast will be recording live at a watch party at Goal on Wednesday, August 31st at 6 p.m. for the Austin versus Portland match. Uh, oh. To note, it is all ages until 8 p.m., so if we have any under-21 listeners or if families want to come hang out, you just got to get your shit kids out by 8 p.m. No big deal. We will have merch giveaways. We have shirts, pins, stickers, posters, all kinds of things that are going to make Randy mad, and it's going to be awesome. Um, we are going to have drink specials, um, which I don't know what they are. but I do, I do, I do. I know you what do? one of them is. Oh, what is it? Uh, it's called the Randy, and what they do is they put a little bit of well whiskey in a shot glass, and then they ring the bar mop out over it. <laughs> oh, I thought you were yeah. going to say it was some kind of sour thing. But yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a jar of like warheads uh, and sour patch kids, and you just eat them all night until you can't Dissolved taste your own whiskey. Soaked in uh, grain alcohol. Yeah. Um, If uh, you are still not comfortable doing any type of mass gathering, they do have outdoor seating. So you can come hang out uh, and and goof off indoor or outdoor. And if we're looking to make this a super spreader event of either COVID, which doesn't exist, or monkeypox, which does, uh, come shirtless and we can uh, we can figure it out and we can rub bodies and and make sure that we we help each other out. But monkeypox for everyone in the boys bathroom. Where, yeah, where's, so, that at, where's that uh, at again? Goal, 1739 Southeast Hawthorne. The game is at 6 p.m. Uh, and so plan to get there maybe 5.30, 5.45, get a table, uh, get a beverage. Um, and that's and G-O-L, not G-O-A-L. Ah, yeah. Correct. If you've never heard of Goal, it used to be 442 in another, uh, in another life. Yeah, it's so, like right when Hawthorne curves. Show up early, get a table, but save us the table because we need to record. <laughs> yeah, I know. We need to record. Don't show yeah. up earlier than us. <laughs> so if you want to get some financial planning advice, I'll, I'll be there live to help you out. If you want to confront Josh for not mailing out his patches, uh, he will be there as well. Uh, if you and the like no pity band right- will be there. Yeah, if you like to get randomly critiqued for no good reason, Randy is happy to help you out. Um, Greg will be taking tifos in the street. Yeah, Greg's going to be painting Tifo the entire time, uh, and it's going to be good. But uh, So check it out. It's going to be fun. If you have any questions, you can shoot us an email. Uh, the, the merch is going to be a, a good time. 
How do we get this set up? Which friend of PVSP and set this Josh, up? tell us about the story. Um, so some guy named Lionel asked me if I want if we wanted to do it, and I said, I guess we'll ask everyone. And then Greg said, That's a good idea. And then I said, Oh, Greg, you know how to speak. And then Greg's like, Yeah, I've been talking <laughs> to you for like the last half an hour. I'm like, Oh. And then um it goes from there. I said it's a terrible idea because I'm gonna have to edit this garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. have fun so, with that. Yeah, so it did a message with Lionel and uh, Lionel checked in with the folks who run goal. And I guess is Lionel a bartender there or is he just do um, design he, for them? He used to bartend there. Now he does design for them. And I will say they are actually really excited to be doing this. They've started doing more events lately. They started doing comedy nights and those have been going Dude, really well. Kyle can name there last Friday. They, is it, are you serious? Is it like yeah. soccer comedy? No, just uh, regular comedy. And it was free. Well, if you want to talk about soccer comedy, let's talk about the Timbers' last two matches. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh. Really nailing those segues today. <laughs> you were going to say me. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. no, goal, Goal's been doing really well with their events and their turnouts, and everybody's really excited. It should be a great night. So please come out and join us. Wednesday, August 31st at 6 p.m., but be there earlier. Yeah, that's yeah, next Wednesday. There. Today's the yeah. 22nd. All yeah, right. so not next Wednesday, because next Wednesday is the 24th. No, that oh would be God. this Wednesday. Can we not argue about this? Oh, man. Spe- is so stupid. He's specifically the hey, stupidest person I know. Josh, Journalism. can you insert a long sigh here so that we know it's time to move on? <sighs> timbers okay. lose, Timbers lose, Timbers lose. Oh, wait. That's oh, more man, more. you're ripping that off. Of- oh, that's man. more Sonic. That's yeah. more Sonic. Oh, they're that's not fair. around anymore. That's okay. Yeah, they can't do yeah, that. What, what are they going to do? <laughs> Yeah, what are you going to do about it? It's not like they're going to rap battle us for it. No, yeah. we're going to use our intro too going forward. Yeah, they can't. They can't rap for shit. Um, so go go on. Tell us about these game reviews. Oh, sorry, yeah, predictions. Right. Uh, I'll jump in here. So the game was at Toronto, and that was on Saturday the thirteenth at four thirty p.m. Pacific time. And Randy predicted a three to two loss. I, Jonathan, predicted a four to two win. Greg predicted a two to one win, and Josh predicted a three to nil loss. And it was a three to one loss. So uh, closest without going over is Josh is the winner. Yay! What yeah. do I win? You in a t-shirt? <laughs> oh, what kind? A PVSP one on Wednesday. Oh, even, even gooder. Yeah. So what do you want to say about this game? I I have nothing to say. (laughs) I want to say Toronto crushed it in the transfer window. Dude, they destroyed the transfer window. And if they, I mean, they were clearly clicking in that match. And if you watched their match yesterday, they were not clicking. Uh, But when they're on, they're like they're definitely going to make the playoffs. And if they figure their shit out, like Lorenzo Insigne is again a player that's coming over in his actual prime uh, instead of staying in Europe. And that again, just like watching them just manhandle us was, I mean, disappointing, but it was fun to watch because it was good. Insigne, honestly, if he started day one of the season. I imagine he'd be in talks for MVP based on what he's done so far. Or injury. 
or or injured. Toronto was what second to last place in the East when we played them, and yeah, they're they're they played like a supporter shield contending team. Um, and it looks like they're going to continue to. So yeah, uh, fuck you, Rob Bradley, but those guys crushed it. The Italian um, national team is going to mop up MLS. You know who doesn't <laughs> care? You know who's like, oh, you guys got Italian national guys on your team? I, I don't care. Um, Chara. Ooh, yep. He he basically foiled a lot of stuff that those guys were trying to do. The whole. Um, too bad the rest of the team wasn't able, and even Moreno too, to a point. Um, those guys did didn't care who was on what Italian national guys were on their team, um, especially Chara though. And Diego Chara doesn't care about anybody. He could be like going yeah, against you know, Ronaldo or Messi, and wouldn't even he would play no different. He doesn't. He he's just so good. I Eventually, wish. he's going to get old, which I don't know when that's going to happen because it doesn't seem like it. But, Give him Adderall, Adderall before every game. Oh yeah, that's uh, somebody on on Reddit had a had a funny, obvious troll post about Chara. Um, They're saying that it was it's it's titled Diego Chara is way overrated, and they just go on and on. And then somebody responded to that with a perfect response, and was like, "Yeah, he had one incredible decade, and that's all that people seem to remember." <laughs> just the one incredible decade. Yeah. It's so that, true that he's still in the middle of. So I do want to say his never-ending twenties. Yeah, in holding us accountable because we had to do a prediction on points through the end of August, and we are. All gonna be very wrong. Yeah. Um. What's some interesting things happened at that? Blanco yelled at Nisgoda for not making a run. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Um. What else? Honeymoon is over. <laughs> um. Did you guys? Everybody watched that game, actually, right? Yeah, yeah, but I barely remember it. Yeah, I barely remember it too. I have in my notes here that they were they they need to invest some money on uh, camera stabilization, and I do recall that from watching <laughs> a couple of the long shots of the uh, on the field. It was like bouncing up and down, bouncing up and down. Yeah, because maybe People it was the guy who filmed. Crowd. Yeah, maybe they filmed the Bourne movies, and they're really good at it, and that's what they were trying to go for. They don't have money for that kind of stuff in socialist Canada. <laughs> no, they spend it all on Italians. <laughs> Italians in healthcare, losers. Yeah. <laughs> uh. so, All right, yeah. so let's. Should we just move on from this yeah, shit sure. game? I, I didn't go? even feel that bad after that game. I so I think you're right. I didn't feel bad after that game. After but I that felt game, pretty shitty after yesterday's game when yeah. you add both of those together. And so we'll just jump into the predictions again, really quick. So, Randy, you predicted a two to two draw. I predicted. Oh. Ooh, what's hey, that? We need to back up. We had a goal go from Van Rankin in that match. Oh, that was yeah, like a I forgot blistering that. shot, right? Yeah. Yeah. He had time to sit there and line that up. He had time to take a touch and figure out where he was going to shoot and then shoot. And then it went in and it was a hard goal, too, because he um, he had to he had to make it bring it over a guy that was sliding to make a block and over the keeper. So, wow. That was a Van Rankin that all of a sudden everyone was singing his praises. Like what? And that was a shocker. Cause usually he just skies those over the top of the goal. 
Cool. I love that he scored a goal. I would have preferred that he prevented three other ones. But... He's also directly responsible for two goals against. So, <laughs> like, oh, he he scored a wide open shot without any pressure from inside the box. Cool. Uh, well, by that point, I think at that point it was still good. I think that he didn't he tie the game at that. Yeah, we were. I think he it was like one it nothing, and then it was one one. Yeah, and the that was the seventy second minute, and then it all went to shit. It. It went. Now I'm remembering. Now you're making me relive the match, and it was like, okay, we got this. We got this. Oh no, we don't. And we can talk about Van Rankin just for another minute. And the I, I love the idea of a three man back line uh, with you know wing backs. Um, it's a total attacking formation. I just don't understand how Van Rankin becomes the center of this like the three man back line. It's I, absurd. That's I, bad. It's utterly absurd. Utterly. Absurd. Um, utterly. According to my notes, it, it was 84 minutes until before those guys actually went ahead of us. Avasic had a um, ton of saves, and then he kept making coming up with these great saves, and then finally one gets past him. Yeah, yeah. he was on point. He had, what, a five-save night that day? And, and some then, of them were really tough. Yeah, and then the next match was a nine save night. Is that correct? Yeah. So let's roll into the the dumpster. Not the dumpster fire. That's later. Uh, oh, let's roll you know into what? The, the... This this is this is going to be a good point. After this match, Gio in his post post match conference said some that he said that uh, some players gave their heart and some players didn't give that extra push. And oh. he mentioned he mentioned that twice that he didn't get enough from some of the players, which is. Gonna, was that after after Toronto? Yes, after Toronto, he said that. Let's speculate. Who didn't push? Um, I'm going to say probably Nizgoda. He thinks, especially if if Blanco's yelling at him, um, and I can't remember the the rest of the game because it was too long ago to say. I didn't. Rem- uh, I didn't make that. There's that age creeping in. Yeah. Well, do you remember? Mm. You didn't even remember the game. No, I was drunk. I have an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> You're always drunk. That's not an excuse. Yeah. yeah. So I do want to talk about one thing. So if he is discussing Mr. Nizgoda, um, this is I, I had to look at this the other night beca- or yesterday because I was super curious. And we have who are our DPs? Uh, Jimmy Chara, Nizgoda and Mora. And so if you go back and you look at Jimmy Chara for the three years he's played in Portland, he has 14 goals. And it's been that 20, long, three years. Uh, so you could say two and a half because the first year he did not really play a full season. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to correct you real quick. You messed up. Mora's a Tam player. It's Blanco's our third DP. Go on. Oh, shit. Good call. Good call. Um, uh, 24 assists. So you go to Nice Gota. That's again, uh, injury plague seasons. And he's got 19 goals and four assists over the three years he's been here. And then you go to Mora, who I have now been corrected as a TAM player. Three years, again, with major injuries this year, 19 goals and seven assists. And those are the big name players you think of that should be, you know, lighting it up. And then you go back to Diego Valeri. Um, Even his MVP season, 21 goals. 11 assists in one season. That's more than 
all these other people who are supposed to be DPs. And it just shows that we're spending the money in the wrong spots. And so it's like when I do talk shit about any of those players, I get like in the moment because it's like, you know, the recency bias and you're thinking, okay, well, they had a great game yesterday. So now we have to love them again. And then you just go back and you look at the stats like it's all dog shit. Uh, I wouldn't say Jimmy Charles. He's he's not. I wouldn't. I don't have a problem with his performance. He does a lot beside. He does a lot to open up a game besides. Not a DP. Scoring. He should be bought down from a DP using Tam and yes. have another DP player brought in. I will agree. Yeah. With would that. you not take Lorenzo and Signe over uh, Jimmy Char? Uh, I don't want any of those dirty Italians on my team. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, all right, I can say that being part Italian myself. I can say oh, that. Oh, wow. There we go. You got a You're black talking about their style you? of play, not yes. the fact that they are Italian, right? Yes, and dirty. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And racist. Um, yeah, of course. I, I mean, I can't actually have said several times in the last couple of weeks, why can't we get any of these guys whenever we're tuning in to watch a game and, and the commentators are aglow about name your pick any team's recent international sign and um, yeah, why doesn't why don't we get that because no um, one wants to move to portland hey uh if you want to get rid of these go to uh jonathan the thing you need to do is release a patch with his na- likeness on it that's the usually the kiss yeah. of death uh we'll do that and then uh it'll say actually we'll we'll make it when he's still here and we'll have it called please foul on these go to oh <laughs> Since we brought up Jimmy not uh, reaching DP numbers, I might as well read this. Uh, Chizops, who frequently would ask questions to Morrisonic as well, asked on Twitter, or not on Twitter, on Reddit, who needs to ride the bench for the rest of the season and be let go? What do we do about Jimmy Chara, brother to our beloved Dago, who is not cutting it as a DP? I think and... you meant Diego, not Dago. Yeah, you said Dago Wop. Yeah, we're talking about Italians uh, yeah. too much. Yeah, wow. sorry. Yeah. And he mentioned the same thing we do in a subsequent note. He's taking up a DP slot. He'd be a great TAM player, uh, but other teams are spending $12 million on their DPs nowadays. Yeah, I agree with that. And we we could spend $12 million on a DP. We could. I don't think Jimmy rides the bench for the rest of the season, though. Oh, no, no, not at all. he He didn't say that, but he put it in the same message, which makes me, you know, infer it, but... Should we jump into the other listener question, which is like what what players should stay and what players should sure. go? Like, um, is that on uh, Reddit? I think it was on Reddit. I saw it in the email, and I should have yeah. quoted it because it was a really good question. And I'm gonna I, start. Oh, all right, go for it. I'm Coach. I'm Geo. Mabiella doesn't start any games for us unless it's a USL Open Cup match. So Mabiella like is like your number one out. I don't agree with that. Ooh, I would have to agree with Randy on that one. He's not good. Yeah, I'm unfortunately going to have to go with Randy as well, even though it pains (laughs) me to agree with him. You could bring him in after the half, and maybe he'll do something. But You can't do that. You can't even do that. Uh, Start him and then take him out. Sort of a ankle bracelet on him that makes sure he can't go past the the halfway mark. Like he's on probation, you yeah. know, you can't also leave the house. to our side yeah. of the field. Dude, watching him run back when like the entire, everyone on the pitch is past him and he, he's a defender. Yeah. <laughs> like he's so slow. 
for me, it's it's definitely Van Rankin, and I it sucks because I like to watch him play, and I I I uh, when he's good, he's really good, and it just but he's he's not good enough to be a starter in MLS, and I don't know what the deal is with uh, Mosquera, uh, but I believe he is a right back. But I, I think it's 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 time to let someone else play. And if if he really is the best option, then Gavin Wilkinson should be fired for that as like the ninth reason. <laughs> Greg, who do you let go? You get one guy. Uh, completely let go. Like not see another minute for the rest of the season. Yeah, Van Rankin. He, I was starting to give him the benefit of the doubt after he re-signed because he had a few good matches after that, uh, but that trajectory just did not continue to rise. He slipped off again. Settled I think he, back into his ways. I think he will put in another good performance before the season is out, but that's way too much of a gamble when we are literally doing a tightrope walk on the playoff line, and I don't trust him. Josh, do you know any of our who any of our players are, and if so, which one would you not sign or would you let um, go? Yeah, you know, I, I agree with you completely with Mombiala because like he's just he's just not there. Like we that's an, that is such an important position. We really need someone good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's sad, but like we need like we need. What we've been saying for what, how long have we been doing this for two years, but we've been saying it for six plus years. We need like a ridgy kind of guy. In, who's in who's the, our better who's our better option to anchor the back line? Uh, Tuoloma. That is is not a I back think, line anchor. He likes to push up too high. So yeah, but he can still three, in a three man back line. He can do that. Right. That's right. the formation we're going to play. Then Tuiloma can do that. And I would rather see McGraw out there as opposed to, to Mabiala. My, my thing at this point is clearly we are far behind and like it's, it's still so weird about MLS where it's like you can, you know, win two more games and then almost be in fourth place. But uh, if we don't make the playoffs or we're like we keep crashing and burning, I would rather see all of the T2 players out and playing for the Timbers to see who can uh, who can, you know, move and shake. Yeah, Seattle drew this week, and they jumped like three places in the standings. Really? Yeah, it was. I'm pulling them up right now. I didn't even realize that. There, six points separate. I think the fourth place and the eleventh place team. Yeah, it's It's... really, really tight. We'll talk more about that when we do our Seattle preview. So, uh, back to SKC. Yeah, sure. Have we Whatever. started that? Back yet? to SKC. Why not? Yeah. So we were doing the the, the score guesses, and that was uh, Randy guessed two two draw. I guessed three to one win. Greg guessed five to one win, which I don't know if like maybe you sat on like a, a thumbtack when you made up that score line, but I'll take it. Uh, and then Josh a one to one draw, and then we were destroyed four to one by the last place team and it was i mean randy you were so hot last night that you wanted to record last night in the moment and i did yeah i did I, tell me about your feelings um i can't even remember right now it doesn't seem very important um i feel like we're not gonna make the playoffs uh and i feel like 
Geo is going to quit. And I feel like, um, yeah, that's what I feel like. And it's it just, both seem just, accurate. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's just a good thing. Now's a good time to uh, just Be a realize fan. that we're, even if we do make a make a run to the playoffs, if we, I mean, which is still still possible because it's so tight, we're we're not going very far. So we just better better get used to it. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, last season, joking about it quite a bit with me and Josh, it was always like, oh, like, we suck, we're not going to do anything. And then the Timbers put on their second half of the season to get, you know, you know, all fired up and, and, you know, make the run that we did to the final. And it was exciting, but there's just not a single person on the team that's that cares at all. Yeah, like there's. There's no, oh, I, I was saying true. this. That's not true. There's not a player that cares at all. Come on. <laughs> Care about their paycheck. Okay. So, yeah. They, <laughs> that's actually funny. Um, so, I. it's not that people don't care. It's that it, no one is showing that they care with their effort on the field. Okay. Uh, so, how do you explain the second half? where we came out and gave those guys the business. It could have easily been, that could have ended a four, three game. We could have won that. But we still lost four to one. So yeah, well, the second half was a one, one game. And the, the goal that we gave up was directly as a result of us trying to miraculously come back from being three down. That's fair. I remember messaging you with you about that, where he was like, that was a, a goal that we gave up because we threw everybody forward and we're trying to get the whatever. And in fairness, their keeper had an amazing save against Blanco that I, again, that's like a miracle save, but it's still a save and they still pulled it off. Again, a team that's at in last place in the West. Like yeah. that's who we should be beating four to one and losing four to one. It just like there was nothing clicked, nothing looked good, and it's uh, I I don't know. When Blanco was on fire at the end of last season, it was the entire reason that we made it to the playoffs. It was the entire reason that we uh, made it as far as we did into the playoffs. But then it th- no one is has got that fire right now. Hmm. Am I am I wrong? What do you think? Uh, I mean, well, let me clarify. I'm not wrong because I'm always right. But what is your opinion, Randy? That's clearly incorrect. <laughs> I mean, that second half to me was a very good half from us, and uh, you don't you don't have that without having it without some passion. I I mean, Greg? I didn't watch the match because I was on the road. That's right. You were taking your son back. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, had a question on Reddit about the was first defective? half. Did you, did you get a full refund for him? <laughs> <laughs> Took him back. Straight back. No, they, was... they, they charge a restocking fee. No, I wasn't able to return him because uh, he was altered or damaged. I got him. Uh, his, I got him as I got him his first tattoo while he was here. Ah, so what, what, what did he it. get? He got a, the L.A. Dodgers logo. Ah, oh, jeez. 
Another piece of Randy's soul just died. There's not much left. We were comparing the first. We were comparing the first half to the second half of this KC game. Uh, There's a question about the first half on Reddit. You guys want to hear it? Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, User TS Pork on Reddit asks: After learning about the power of Z Max Micro Lubricant Engine (laughs) Formula during the 32nd minute of the match, how many bottles did you purchase, and what will you be applying this lubricant to? Ooh, that guy wins. <laughs> um, that, yeah, I saw that and it totally made me. I, I laughed out again, loud again, the second time hearing it. That, yeah, that was a frustrating. I I watched. We were hanging out at the Washougal River, so I was watching the game a little bit delayed. Got home, fired up the DVR, and found that I was watching Columbus and Atlanta, and oh. uh, took me a while to figure out where it was. Then I got to the Fox news site fired up the game and then i don't know what minute that was but it was like without warning it just breaks into a commercial for the lubricant i was like what the actual <laughs> fuck is going on and it was like five minutes of commercials it wasn't just like one or two quick one it, it was i don't know what happened but they picked up the feed from somewhere i don't know what but it was literally commercial after commercial after commercial and um it's it, terrible. I'm so looking forward to Apple TV taking over this bit and never having to, to deal with this shit again. I cannot wait for Apple TV and posting about it yesterday uh, on Timber's Wonderland. And if anyone was reading the articles leading up to the announcement to that, where it was like, who's going to get the rights? And if it's an Apple or an Amazon, is that bad for the league? Because it'll be, you know, it won't be on national television and then people won't randomly watch. And I'm like, no, at this point, no one's going to randomly watch an MLS game. Either you're watching it because you like it. You don't like people watch bowling more than they watch MLS on TV. But yeah, no one's turning on boring soccer. Yeah. And so for I can't wait to be able to watch on any device that I have anywhere in the world and yep. be able to 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 watch it with no stupid fucking blackout. That was what happened for the was it the Toronto match where it was it was on Root Sports because they took it off whatever Fox whatever plus. Yeah. And so I was pumped because I'm like, oh shit, Fubo TV has uh, Root Sports. I can totally watch this game. And so I go straight to Fubo TV at the start of the match, and sure as shit, it says blackout. And I'm going, the game's in Toronto. It's on this channel. Like, there is no other channel I could watch this on. I don't get it. And so I'm very pumped for for Apple TV. I love Apple. Huh. Yeah. Wow. That's it didn't even rant. air on the, on the... They changed, like... Look, broadcast locations like three times for that, didn't they? Yeah. For, first, to, yeah, it was a cluster. That was my joke. It's like I said on Wonderland that like oh, it changed because a frog in Cambodia farted and they had to put it on ESPN 8, which is only available in Alabama. And then uh, non-regional blackout supply if Steve from Sound doesn't feel like showing up. <laughs> like, yeah. like, so ridiculous, but uh anyway back to uh whatever I would well done lube, spork yeah i would put lube all over josh's back oh hmm. it's already there i i would grease the i would grease Merritt's walls wallet um so we can mm. sign some new players Ooh, 
we'll talk about this for a quick second at the end of uh, the the Sporting Kansas City. But I think I think we're ready for a big change. I think it's time for Portland to clean house. Uh, all Ooh, over I fi- the place. yeah, I figured something out that we haven't talked about that maybe you guys would like to talk about. Yeah, so Merrick could sell a huge chunk of the team to whoever he wants and still be the remaining. He can make a, a shitload of money and still be the remaining, like, you know, the head shareholder. And then we have, like, something else. We, we always talk about him just selling, but we've never talked about another interest coming in and taking up part of the team. Eric Cantona, please. <laughs> Is that totally what he's doing? Here. No, I wish. What he- um Dude, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah, I guess. Um, we'll headbutt people. I would take Eric Cantona in a minute. Um, so, Who is that? Are you serious? He's I'm like serious. the dude that like kicked the Nazi in the Premier League. Like in oh. real life, a fan that was notorious Nazi in the stands and he what ran over he? at full speed and dropped Yeah, yeah, in the I, I remember that. Yeah. But he's, he has a lot of money to buy MLS team? Or? I don't know. He was like, he's he was like 90s Man it's United. Our money. Yeah. yeah. They have no money. I guess. Yeah, I... I think we're at the point as a team to where we've had good runs and we have a good core with, you know, Diego Chara uh, and whatnot. But that with the age of some of our star players like a Blanco uh, and uh, and and where we're at as a team, like no, it's 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 time. It's time to reboot. You got to you got to sometimes end it. And I, I would compare it to Ipswich and. <laughs> when they were had like a new ownership group that came in and they were like, we don't have like a player problem. We have a culture problem and we need to reboot this entire org. And they basically of like the, like 25 players on the roster, I think five of them survived and everyone else was let go. And they brought in basically a whole new team. And I think we're getting closer to that than, uh, than, than not. Okay, but I I would love that. I'm always on board for bringing in youth. But the question is, who's smart enough in the front office to come up with that? Greg. Greg's not working in the front office. What? You should do that. I have no (laughs) idea what's going on right now. Greg's been sleeping for the last 20 minutes. Yeah. That was the whole joke. I don't know who the right person is, but it's certainly not Gavin Wilkinson. It's certainly not Mike uh, Gollum, uh, and it's certainly oh, not Merritt Paulson. Uh, I again like that the Ipswich story, which if anyone is looking for a League One team that's not Shrewsbury, uh, Ipswich Town is a storied club that you can you can get into and. They're now in first place in League One. They rebooted everything, new ownership group, new players, new manager, and they're definitely going to move up to the championship this year. And it's like the same kind of thing with Portland. It's like we borderline success. Like getting to MLS Cup is amazing and, I mean, ended in penalties, but it's like we're clearly not in a good spot. No, we're, yeah, we need a shakeup. You know who is in a good spot? Burnley's in a good spot. Burnley is. Yeah. Did they beat Shrewsbury? Uh, no, they play on Wednesday, I think. Oh, everyone's going to watch that. Uh, Yeah. Wait, Burnley will live stream it. Remember, we were making fun of that, and then. Yeah, Caribou Cup, I think. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Uh, I was going to say Ipswich Town just beat uh, Shrewsbury in a in a beautiful shellacking. Uh, I did watch that match with my uh, my family over in the UK. Uh, Shrewsbury never wins. I've come to realize this. Yeah. So as we like, does anyone else want to talk more about the the Kansas City match? Because I really uh, thought, Randy, you were going to have a lot of passion and be uh, frustrated, and all you just said was that actually they, it was good. Uh, so now now I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I got some real important, uh, insightful stuff to talk about. Did you guys, the, uh, the that woman, that really loud woman on the sideline is probably a, a local hero in Kansas City. <laughs> she was extremely loud. <laughs> I think at one point you could hear her saying Portland is a bitch. Yep. Um, she was screaming <laughs> constantly at everybody, and they, whoever ran the sound was never able to, to figure out out the part where they should cut down her mic um which was amazing uh the the capos that use um megaphones megaphones are lame for capos that's 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 dumb yeah Don't i think that. that's actually why bill tuiloba tried to assassinate one of them <laughs> we talk about that. oh boy uh it's never First of all, it's I don't I don't like to watch like the skate. It is a laughing matter where guys rack themselves trying to oh, do like either. a five stare or whatever. I hate watching people get hurt, especially if they don't deserve it. But um, and I feel bad for that capo. But uh, man, you gotta we'll, we'll put a link to it. That that free kick right to the head of the capo, um, which I hope is okay. I hope that person is okay. Yeah. Um, but boy, that was uh, something to watch. Why do you have your back turned when they're about to take a kick? First off, that's like that's the same that's person what, that gets hit with a baseball. Like you deserve that shit if you're just sitting that's there. What like capos do, dude. Yeah, that is okay, but true. not right when that's happening. You're watching the game too. Yeah, you had a megaphone. You could turn around and yell at the guy taking the kick instead. Yeah. You're facing completely the wrong direction. I mean, that did have a wicked bend on it. She probably wasn't. The person probably wasn't expecting. <laughs> okay, it. I bend it so, like Bill. Yeah, yeah bend, bend it, like it murder like Bill. Um, so, Greg, you are correct that capos do have their backs to the to the field. However, if you know the Stone Cold Assassin, Bill Tuiloma is stepping up for a free kick and is pretty good. Chances are you should probably wait that one out. <laughs> Like, yeah. uh, or at least keep a half an eye on what's about to happen. Lesson, <laughs> lesson, file that under lesson learned. Yeah, there's a reason he scores goals from free kicks because he's good at him. Uh, and that was you so get close hit to going he in. wasn't good enough, or it would have hit the back of the net. That's yeah, <laughs> all he did was knock off some nerd's glasses off their face with a megaphone, and I think that's amazing. No, I think, I mean, that person was down for the count for a while. They, they, the, there was a game delay, and they called uh, a ambulance on him. Was very angry about that. Like somehow he did that on purpose. All right, so let's jump cool. into this dumpster fire of 2022 of the front office, and I will give a nod of appreciation to the gentleman at Outer Roses who did a really good take on. Uh, the recent articles that were coming out specifically last week, which is our quote unquote off week or uh, what Randy would say is I want to stop recording with you and being associated with you. So uh, 
the Oregonian did an amazing piece regarding uh, Merritt Paulson and Mike Golub and uh, oh, come on, you're laying it on thick. What? It's, it's not amazing. Are you shitting me? I am not. Do you see who you. wrote that article? No, I didn't. All right, so you didn't read the notes here. So our main man who let uh, Gavin Wilkinson interview himself with his own mouth on the podcast um, Soccer Made in Portland. Oh, no. Ryan Clark wrote that article. Um, Okay. And I was flabbergasted because listening to him do that interview uh, and then defend himself like a drowning child after he was getting railed on social media for like, you didn't ask a single follow-up question. It was an extremely critical article. And he didn't exactly say like Merritt Paulson sucks or Mike Golub sucks, but it, it says it with the quotes and the way the article is written. And it's a pretty lengthy article too. I was quite impressed. Yeah. It, it. All right. So Randy, surprise, surprise, you were not impressed with something. So why don't you tell us why <laughs> it was not good? No, I'm just saying it wasn't an outstanding. There was there was no bombshells in it. It wasn't um, really. I mean, it basically said that it's a shitty place to work for a lot of people, and none of that is news. I mean, it, it was uh, in a kind of I don't know. It kind of went on a, pretty long to make that point. Uh, the Mike Golu part is brand new outside of the whole um, uh, Madison Chanley, you know, blah. blah you know, from the Star Spangled Banner and yeah. her, uh, you know, you know, don't call my dad kind of a thing. But I think the interesting part was that they had actual quotes from Merritt Paulson and Golub. And my point of that part was it feels very Trump where it was like anything can be released that's actually negative or should, you know, be, you know, held with contempt or have accountability. And it just like, completely been like oh it's not a problem not a problem moving on fake news like you know we don't do that and i don't know if you guys saw the part where it was the they had the the mother pumping breast milk in the yeah. electrical closet for yeah. real right. um, and then another part of that was being was like that's actually a federal law not even some like local woke portland law that you have to provide a place to do that and then uh, then being like oh we didn't know that was a law the same kind of shit where it was uh, we didn't know we had to report, you know, an assault case to to MLS. Just uh, dumb, yeah. dumb, dumb. And uh, Merritt's like little tan- temper tantrum that he threw like, I let her use my sweet. That's my sweet. I let her use. That's a nice sweet. <laughs> That's my like, sweet. Yeah, I it was I think it was a good article. And then if anyone paid attention, there was another article released the next day, which says that, you know, Portland has a real problem from another or like the Oregonian from a different writer. But yeah, that was just I a feel paraphrase. like uh, I feel like we owe or I owe Ryan Clark an apology on a scale of like one to ten, like ten being like a super like, hey, man, I'm super sorry. Like this falls in it like a two. My apology um, uh, is uh, you still are a piece of shit and you should still oh, come on. Ouch. That's, yeah. You that's should harsh. still. 
Yeah, you should still own up to the Gavin Wilkinson interview as not being a real interview. Uh, but I appreciate your efforts in in reporting on the toxic work culture that is happening at the Portland Timber. Yeah, he should come to our live podcast and um, defend himself. Punch Jonathan in the nose. Uh, you and only that. appreciate a two on a scale of one to ten. Say that again? You only appreciate it two on a scale of one to ten. <laughs> no, my apology to him is a two on a scale of one to ten for uh, talking shit about their their joke interview of Gavin Wilkinson. And for the record, if anyone wants to come punch me in the face for my opinions, you can do so at goal uh, on the 31st at 6 p.m. And if Richard Fuckley is still in town and he wants to come <laughs> take it out on me, he's more than welcome to swing by and, uh, and say what's up and... Uh, we can take our shirts off and get monkeypox. I'll probably be drunk, so I will defend you in your honor. I appreciate you that. I, I thought you don't drink, Jonathan. No, I, I never I drink. Mean, uh, I am I'm so sorry. cold sober. Josh. Yeah, I know, but Lionel said I have to. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Hey, uh, Josh, if you don't have the goat that evening, um, Brianna will be in San Mateo for work. And, uh, do I have Aziz to send Margo be- there? Uh, no, Aziz will be at dog daycare. So if you would like to crash here uh, and not drive, you are welcome to do so. I can crash into your house while driving. Yeah, I mean, why not? You guys Find remember that athletic article where Gavin was like, oh, hey, we got, you know, I, I did. I got a lot of pushback from the other players saying we were wrong for letting Polo go. Guys like Valeri and Diego and Blanco. You guys remember that? I, I do remember, remember that. Yeah. What happened? Valeri responded. Uh-oh. He reached, oh, what out, he say? reached out to The Athletic and straight up said, that conversation never freaking happened. <laughs> uh, who do you believe more? <sighs> I mean, Gavin, clearly. <laughs> like, what do, you, what do we even do at this point? We have such a problem. <laughs> like, nothing's happening. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's, like, I will you say just that- laugh, right? Yeah, there's been some action planning, uh, and I can confirm that people have been reaching out directly to sponsors of the team. Uh, with uh, Did anyone not karate? Uh, yeah, actually, we are taking all types of karate. If you saw nice. Napoleon Dynamite, you saw basically the same karate that we're taking. Um, yeah, but the it it was uh, it, it's interesting to see some of the responses so far from the sponsors where uh, it's, uh, you know, we'll get back to you. We don't have a comment at this time, but it's I think it's going to get more and more interesting as, as, as we continue through the summer. I agree. I would think um, who has a big platform? Timbers Army. Greg, make it happen. Um, send an email telling everyone to write to every one of the sponsors. If they get a thousand emails, they you know, each sponsor... Them. Each sponsor will ignore that. No, so or, I will say that the the responses that I've seen so far uh, is definitely not ignoring. Uh, and I think if more and more people continue to to send letters that are not the same, like you know, you copy and paste, and then the same person, sure. damn dogs. What uh, about Randy's boycott of the Honda dealership? What's, uh, how's that going? 
It's going good. I haven't bought anything from them since the boycott started. <laughs> as soon as Randy discussed that, I went and bought seven cars from them. I can't even remember I what knew... Honda dealership I'm mad at. Bob, Bob, Bob Lampiers. There Bob you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So sorry, Greg. We derailed you from the from the the Valeri part of that. So uh, also that. Us- that episode where you talked about Bob Lanfears has like the most listens of any of our last like, yes, year and a half of episodes. That's funny. Um, when he's going on a Randy rant. I gotta hear. I gotta say when I when that quote came out from uh, Wilkinson where he said Valeri pushed back about that. A, a part of me inside died a little bit. I was like, oh Diego, come on. And uh, to hear that he had nothing to that he had nothing to do with that it was was very uh gave me hope again i didn't Restored trust my faith i didn't trust gw's quote whatsoever like the minute i read that i was like no way like yeah, he's definitely backpedaling if that conversation actually happened gavin would have said something months ago he wouldn't wait till now to try to dig himself out of a hole yeah anyway yeah, whatever point. yeah i should never have uh given it a thought it was at all possibly true you can't believe everything you read on the internet randy delete all those emails from nigerian princes so you keep getting uh, all of them all, all right. of them keep some of them are we are we done with this plan. are we done with this yeah, yeah i mean done. you sound like you're done with it greg's been oh. done since he said greg from goose hollow wherever the hell he lives yeah, he took a nap <laughs> <laughs> fucking passed out with a bag of doritos <laughs> oh doritos what's next on the agenda <laughs> jonathan <laughs> Uh, Greg, I believe you wrote a fantastic ding Seattle preview <laughs> on Friday, August 26th. We are playing Seattle, our final Cascadia match of the season, and we can clinch the Cascadia Cup with a result, a draw or a win. Really? I didn't know that. I thought we were something else. That's pretty cool. Did you really not know that? No, I know you told me that a bunch of times, but... I have on my calendar, on my schedule for Friday night, win the cup, get blackout drunk, forget everything, wake up hungover. So normal Friday night. If we lose, are we, is it out of our hands? If we lose, are we automatically disqualified? I don't believe so. It comes down to the final Seattle Whitecaps match. Gotcha. So if the Whitecaps get a a result, then I believe it comes down to... Goal difference or something? Goals for or whatever? Yeah. Journalisms. Journalisms. Do the journals. I I heard uh, somebody did some journalisms. About this match, journalisms. All right, so here's Seattle's recent form. Prior to this weekend's match that just happened where they played the Galaxy, they had gone two wins and six losses and no draws over that time. The last time they had a stretch that poor, they fired Siggy Schmidt. Yeah. So their fan base has been utterly miserable. Calls to burn it to the ground. Everything. They've, have they really? Oh, absolutely have. Have they forgotten CCL so quickly? Of course. That was this year. Well, that's crazy. They need talk. results. That is crazy talk. Um, they're, they're having some really bad luck. Have you guys been watching any of the Seattle matches? No, I can't watch them. Um, or anything they're, else. They're, they're having a lot of bad luck. They're not, I mean, they've had a lot of losses and draws and it's just, things are not gelling for those guys. 
and it's delightful to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They have a lot of the same problems we do as far as their defense is concerned. They have a pretty soft defense that gives up really dumb goals. Uh, They give attackers too much space. They concede dumb penalties. Nuhu is an utter liability and we can easily exploit him as long as we keep the pressure on uh that being said that's exactly where they could hurt us where their offense has been shining and especially how they were able to scrap back a result uh, after being down two nil to tie the galaxy three to three this weekend is they're just relentless in attacking pressure uh, particularly their trio of Rusnak, who they got, I believe, this season from yep. RSL, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Uh, Morris and Rui Diaz. Uh, did any of you guys watch that match against the Galaxy? I did, yeah. No. So, Randy, you'll remember, one of their goals came from Rusnak hit the woodwork twice in a row, and they won the second ball. And then Morris got a shot at point blank that was saved, and they won the second ball. And then they tossed it back in the mixer and then they won the rebound yeah. and it was like a minute something long of just shot 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 pinball, constant pinball, pressure pinball. yeah um and the galaxy just could not get it clear if we foul the shit out of um Rui diaz we can take him out of the match foul the shit out of Rui diaz and get ladero to uh dive and simulate into a yellow card and we're good oh, man ladero looks like an old man all of a sudden you guys notice that? Like he's, he seems like he's aged older, like ten years in this season. Older than Blanco? Yes. I didn't even realize Jordan Morris is still playing. <laughs> what? Why are we? Huh? Seriously? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Morris is like twenty-five. I know. I thought he wasn't playing anymore for some reason. So I believe Seattle has one point on us in the table. They have, they have a game in hand, too, don't they? Yeah. And a game in hand. Uh, how are you guys feeling? What are our chances of taking the Cascadia Cup home on Friday? I'm going to jump. Yeah, so I'm going to jump in with a with a comment from Reddit from Murdy, the bearded. And he said, fuck Seattle. <laughs> <gasps> so, what? We almost forgot to add that in. Yeah. I uh, mean, he's consistent. Just happened. Um, so I, I think we're going to win. Uh, is this the, predictions? uh, I need to, I need to throw that into the, into the podcast, uh, notes real quick. So we, we don't forget, but yes, I think it is. You think what is what? I think this is predictions. Okay. Oh, well, so I guess ahead. I'll go. I don't think we're going to win. Jonathan, what's the score on your prediction? Well, I've been really incorrect recently, so I'm going to continue to go with incorrect and say 4-2 to Portland on Friday. Four. You think we have four goals in us? Yes. So how do you think we win? What do we need to do? And I swear to God, Josh, if you say score more goals, I'm going to reach through this computer and score <laughs> <laughs> For me, uh, Jonathan. For me, how do we get how do we get that result? Oh, uh, Van Rankin doesn't play in the three man <laughs> back line. Oh, that's kind of what I wrote down. 
Uh, you know, we have, you know, Fogasa, is that his name? He's injured, so he won't be there. Oh, really? He won't be? Yeah. Oh, uh, like bummer. Ankle injury. I have to cross that off of what I wanted to see, then dang it. I had my whole, like, preferred lineup written out for this one, and I had Nathan Fugaza up top. Damn it. I also want to see a three-man back line. I want to see Mabiala with Bill and Zoop on either side of him. No. Yep, and I wanted to see Nathan up top, but... Um, yeah, so what's your prediction, Greg? I'm going to say 3-2 win. I'm going to say 2-2 two, two draw. Uh, and we're going to be lucky to get that, I think. I'm really saying, and, yeah, I'm going to say either nil-nil or one-nil us. You, you said we were going to lose. I'm changing it. I was just joking. We have a habit of blowing the Cascadia Cup when it should be ours on, yeah, the, on our last do. match of the season or the last Sweet. cup match of the season. Josh, what is your what is your scoreline? Um, I think it's God. I have two. I want it's either going to be nil nil or one nil us. Pick, I'm trying pick, to think right now. Pick one. I'm trying to figure it out. Okay, nil nil. Oh, that's <sighs> bad. Bad one. Man. You know, there's goals coming in this match. I don't yeah, think two there bad is. De- two bad defenses. Come on. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. And, uh, watch. I've been pretty so close. This is, uh, most of them. Friday the 26th at 7 p.m.? That's this Friday? Yep. Yeah. Who's going? I'm not. I'm going. I'm, I'm going. not. Where, where are you going to be? Uh, we are murdering our dog on Friday and then leaving. Oh, the I thought coast. your dog was already murdered. Nope. Oh, you guys, that's uh, not funny. Murder happens on Friday at noon. He's what saying it. I feel seven. bad about it. I like that dog. Yeah, Casey's good stuff. She doesn't like any of you or any men for that. Uh, um, oh, she liked me when I was there. I mean, she tolerated. Yeah, she doesn't all like of us, men, uh, yeah. but she. D- oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, our Singer. sweet boxer. This will be the quick, uh, the the quick one minute Casey tribute. She is. Um, we've had her now for just over eight years. She came from Northwest Boxer Rescue, and uh, she is very not fond of dudes and most of the time when a dude would come over with a lady she would stand in front of the lady and growl at said dude so she clearly came from a place that was not very good she has been awesome for us over the past eight years (laughs) the most expensive dog in the entire world many 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 thousands of dollars in vet bills but uh, her arthritis for uh, yeah, so she has really bad arthritis. She hasn't gone on a walk since February. So She's only, only eight years old? No, no, no. So we got her. We've had her for eight years old, but uh, the rescue said she was between two and six. So we're betting she was closer to two than six. But boxers like 10 to 12 is pretty much end of the uh, line. Uh, if, but if you love that dog so much. Why were you yelling at it early in the episode? Oh, that was Aziz. Uh, uh, she doesn't bark uh, in terms of the like Aziz is the the loud one. Like I, I will go downstairs and and I will fight him after this is over. But, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, sweet case. So it, it's just time. The the it's actually it's really interesting. Most of the time, vets won't encourage you to do something one way or the other when it's not like a life threatening emergency for an animal. They'll uh-huh. say like, hey, you know, well, whatever makes sense for you. And finally, our vet was like. Is it for you at this point or for the dog? And that was like, ugh. And then they made us take a test where it was based on, um, you know, like 20 questions. And then you take it separate from your, you know, whoever you live with, whoever like owns a dog with you. 
and me and Brianna came up with the same scores in like different scores in different categories, but the same overall score, which was totally time. And so what I've heard is that most people keep most people delay that decision until it's way too late. Yeah. Um, So our, yeah, it's exactly true. Our vet said to us, is it, uh, do you want to be one day too late or one day too early or, you know, on their best day or their worst day? And with our last boxer, Iggy, we, we probably waited a little bit too long. He was still okay ish, but at this point it's like, you know, die with dignity. It's time for Casey to go. And there's a service in Portland called Compassionate oh, Care. I've used those where, guys. Yeah, so they're gonna come to the house on Friday. They do the the service like in the house. So it's yeah. like Casey doesn't even know like what's going on. She's just gonna be like fucked up on drugs. And then uh, <laughs> when I called to make the appointment, they're like well, can you help the vet, like, you know, remove the remains from your house? And I was like, if you think I'm going to carry my dead dog outside my own house, the answer is no, like bring an assistant and I'll pay, like put an ad on Craigslist and I'll pay him a hundred bucks. I had to do that. It was with my dog. Yeah. I had, I, I had my dog in my lap when I had to do it. You guys want to do that for free, Jonathan. I'll come over and do that for you for free. It's too late. I already paid for it, but I appreciate that. You guys want to hear an interesting statistic? Yes, yeah. if you this can pronounce not the, that word right. This is not the first time we've talked about dead dogs on this podcast. Good job. Dude, when was the last <laughs> time we talked about dead dogs? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, um, yeah. Compassionate. What is that? It's called Compassionate Care. Is that what it's called again? Yeah, Compassionate yeah. Care. They're based in like Oregon City. Yeah, and they're good. They're good. Twenty-four-seven. You can Are they call compassionate? them. Compassionate. Yes. Uh, this episode I mean, of PVSB brought to you by Compassionate Care. Yeah. Do they do humans so, too? Uh, it, well, we'll find out if you come over on Friday. Cool. I have Margo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we we can we can move on. So that is why I will miss this Seattle match. And my buddy Tyler is going to go with his family on Friday in our place. Uh, well, I'm so, sorry to hear that, Jonathan. Yeah, it's good. We'll have Aziz and uh, we do true story. So we debated. Oh so God. if you have two dogs. What do you do? Do you let the other dog see it happen so they can understand that the other dog is now not at all? Yes, no. You definitely do that. Oh, after it's dead, you don't watch it. Watch it die. Yes, you do. So we we debated like what is the right thing to do, and we decided that we are going to take Aziz to dog daycare and then do it, and so he is not going to see it. And the reasoning behind it is is that Aziz is the over animated, super hyper active and uh, would not comprehend what's actually happening uh-huh. in the moment. And so it, it like it would it would distress Casey more than what we're trying to do in terms of sending her off. I hear you. Do you have your soundtrack picked for this event? Uh, no, we don't. You should have soundtrack picked for this event. I heard it was we'll fucked be- up party by the Hardens. <laughs> It's going to be the Beatles. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, right. Anyway, so moving away from from the saying goodbye to the dogs, let's uh, let's do our. Is it Austin? Is the next match after Seattle? Hold on. Before we go, before we go there, everyone predicted we're going to win Cascadia Cup, right? Yes. Yeah. If we win Cascadia Cascadia Cup, but we miss the playoffs. Is that a successful season or is that a total bust? Wasn't that a question on Reddit? No, that's a question I'm posing to you. 
That is a bust. If your season's it's a total crap, bust, it's a bust. Because yeah. I mean, it matters to us, but let's be real. Cascadia, Cascadia. Cup is meaningless. Yeah, it's, it's meaningless. I consider a consolation prize, but yeah, yeah it'll consolation be prize. It'll level, be disappointing yeah. overall. Yeah. We're not doing a parade when we win. So what is a successful 2022? Is it making the playoffs? Is it making it to the cup? What is it? Firing everyone in the front office. Oh, that's the the right answer. Going back to the the name of the episode, I hope we don't even make the playoffs because I don't want to be disappointed after the first first round loss. Uh, I'm going to say with this team and our lineup and all the injuries, um, Williamson... (laughs) hit or miss uh i'm gonna say making it past the first round of the playoffs gross all right greg uh, i'm gonna say making it to the conference final will be a success wait so wait, do you think we are going to make it to the conference final i think if we make the playoffs it's likely we will make it to the conference final yes Huh. Wow. Geo has proven time and time again he can coach through a knockout. Uh, it's not gonna okay. Happen. All right. So, Josh, do you have any soccer thoughts? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> Jonathan, do you want to discuss the the shellacking from Leeds by was that three to nothing? I think. Oh my God! Stay on track, Jonathan. Answer Sorry. your own question. You talk about the uh, I, Thorns versus Chelsea. That was um, yeah. a uh, for game. the uh, for the Austin match. I'm going to say that we win three to one. Wow, what are you? What drugs are you on, man? All of them. Greg, three three draw. I like it. Uh, two three. Where are all these? Where are all these goals coming from? I'm going with a one nil loss. I have no faith in us. All right. Well, I still uh, I want to be a true believer because last season I was super negative and we ended up making it all the way to the to the to the cup. But and look what happened there. Stood in the yeah, rain. For I know. We'll see what happens. Two and a half hours. Four hours. <laughs> you didn't all right, stand I have... in the rain at all, dude. You showed up. You oh, no. We stood in the rain. In in fairness, Josh beat me and Brianna to the bar, and he did stand outside in whatever that winter monsoon was, and I we were there pretty late, and Josh totally toughed it out. And I got there his, at seven in the morning. He wore his mask that wasn't a mask that was super see through to where I could see his pearly browns through it. <laughs> um, but. All right, we got one more question I want to ask that is from Reddit, and then we can we can move on from this episode, which is from IR Raymaker. What's everybody's favorite kind of cake? German chocolate, red velvet. That's red velvet's good. Yeah, red velvet. Yeah, red velvet's pretty good. My favorite cake is from. um, It's just like a, a white. Like, what is it called? Sponge cake from... Surprise, Josh likes white cake. <laughs> I like my people. I like my people. <laughs> oh. Ooh. 100% New York Angel cheesecake. Angel food cake? Are you talking about angel food? Oh, no. cheesecake, yeah. I'm talking cheesecake. about the same... I, you said cheesecake. I didn't even think about cheesecake. Cheesecake's obviously my number one. 
Um, I love cheesecake. Car- caramel drizzle over top of that. I also yeah. like. Okay. Oh, if anyone been to Piece of Cake in Selwood? No. Okay, they have banana cake there that's like uh, next level, the best thing you've ever had in your fucking life. I was going to say next level to, I mean. Yeah. You don't even have, I don't even like banana cake, and it is so good. Why did you try it then? I don't like banana <laughs> cake. Margot liked bananas, and we got it for her first birthday, and uh, it was so good. Uh, you, so, you, you probably like Superman flavored ice cream too. <laughs> What's, like, what's your favorite flavor ice cream? Superman? Superman ice cream. Um, what I will say to Miss uh, whoever I are Raymaker is, is if you listen to this and you've made it this far, I'm impressed. But number two, if you send us your address, I will send you some Junior's New York cheesecake, which will change your Whoa, life. whoa, whoa. Send that to me. I hadn't had one of those in the mail in so long. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'll throw a cheesecake party. You don't yeah, gotta ask me. Let's twice. do it. No one throws a cheesecake party like Jonathan. Man. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the basement is done, I will throw a cheesecake party. And, and oh, I'll be like, damn, this is good. It'll be bourbon and cheesecake. I want to answer one more question from Reddit, if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it. Uh, my son is a box on Reddit. Asked, what will it take to get Greg and Randy to recreate the choreography from Yes Sir I Can Boogie video on YouTube? <laughs> Couple, couple drinks, I think. I will say, <laughs> if we get fifty listeners out to our party on the thirty first, and oh. I don't have to pay for my own beverages, <laughs> man, that's fair. Uh, I we didn't touch on this um, when you said that uh, the people at Goal were, were really excited about us being there. I'm just like, it's going to break my heart to disappoint them. When, no, when nobody shows up to see us, it's it's gonna be us. Right? Uh, I, I can't. I can't. Like, I, can I bring my other dog, uh, Aziz? Like, he'll be yeah. there. He'll be hanging out. I, I don't know if my son as a box is singling out Randy and I because he thinks we are the best dancers or the worst dancers. Sure. But either way, I'm here for it. Hey, if we win that game, I'll do it. All right. There you go. There's your answer. My son is a box. Randy says if we win, and I say if you buy me drinks. Um, I'm gonna study. We gotta study the choreography though. To... Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. That means you guys gotta hang out in real life. Well, no, don't go. Don't don't go that far. Yeah. We, we get, <laughs> FaceTime exists. There, there you go. Yeah. Greg, Not for you, Greg. One more. One more shout out to, to what's happening on August 31st. Our Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast watch party and live recording, uh, 6 p.m. at Goal 1739 Southeast Hawthorne. And we're going to be giving away tons of merch and hanging out and come watch us make fools of ourselves instead of just listening like you usually do. Yeah, listen to us, I'll be there and that'll be cool. What's the closing track? Closing track is Fucked Up Party by The Hard-Ons, my favorite Australian band. Should be your favorite Australian band, too. Um, Been around since the 80s. They span many styles. They cover metal. Midnight Oil. Um, They they can sound metal. They can sound bubblegum pop. They can sound power pop. They can sound AM gold. Um, Mostly. The time has come. (laughs) (laughs) To pay our debt. Uh, So, yeah, this is from their. 
the t- 2021 album uh it's called um i'm sorry sir but that riff's been taken and uh they have an ever-changing lineup this is a, a good album um you guys should enjoy this didn't you already pick out a different song earlier in the chat i did then? but i changed my mind i already went and downloaded that and put it in the file so i had it done I- I'll before send the it editing to you. i'll send it to you man i'll send oh, it to you man yeah. so randy uh, I would like to point out that the name of this song and the band is something that you would have Greg do. During <laughs> yes, that's true. So it's a, just, it's a uh, tough uh, just to thing. put that out there. For a long time, these guys weren't on the internet, and so you can imagine trying to find music by the Hard Ons, um, trying to Google it, and it was uh, quite uh, quite a challenge to. But uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. No, I think okay. it's good. So, Josh. Yeah. How do they reach us? I don't know. You guys already know how to <laughs> Wait, do this. Yeah. And who, who are they? They are the people. And you can reach us at portlandvanity at gmail.com. Our number, leave us a voicemail. It's 503-583-4235. Facebook and Instagram is Portland Vanity. Twitter is PDX Vanity Soccer. And we have a playlist on Spotify. Just search Radio Free PVSP, and you can listen to Randy's cool songs. Yeah. And that's it. Bye for now. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye.
Yeah, so uh, the other other thing at one point, those guys started doing twist and shout, which I thought was a completely bizarre and inane what? chant to have at a at a soccer match. Uh, maybe that's their version of Tetris, though. I don't know. You know all that um, Beatles history. Was that Beatles? I mean, is that any, it's Beach not Boys? necessarily any dumber than Minnesota doing Oasis. Well, you know what? what the, you know what they say. <laughs> what do they say? What do they say? Minnesota is shit. <laughs> I uh, I hate Oasis more than anything. And I don't like. Yeah. I don't like Oasis either, man. No, it's so it's so pretentious. Like, so you know who I likes Oasis? Him. Who? Lionel, because he's a Man City fan, and uh, you guys can all just make fun of him live at our live event on the 31st. So many better Manchester bands to enjoy. Um, yeah, I especially hate, I don't, and I don't know what's going on, but it, it's, it happens like NME or all those, or like the Guardian or whatever. Yeah. There's constantly a thing of like, Liam Gallagher says blah, 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 blah. about Even stuff. now. It's like, shut up. It's still, Nobody it's still cares always about both says. of them. And then like, yeah. every article also has that they're never going to get back together. Who cares? <laughs> no one cares. My my buddies in Seattle love Oasis. Oh, that's one of the greatest records of blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that is a record of people who take themselves way too seriously and all their interviews are just um just like it, Seattle fans yeah and like if you guys did you ever see that netflix documentary where it was uh the dudes from south park and it was about how they make the episodes and they ended up going to some movie awards and they went totally on drugs and <laughs> it was like it was like a level of like they're so yeah famous. well they were wearing they, um they were wearing dresses too yeah, they just don't care. And it was funny and everyone was having a good time and all of their interviews are like that. And then you'd like see like an interview with Oasis and they just they think they're the reincarnation of the Beatles and they're just not. And Randy, I know you hate the Beatles, I but I do love the Beatles and they were amazing uh, for what they were at the time. And they tried to recreate whatever that vibe was and they were awful at it. Fuck Oasis. You know what? I, I'm such a music nerd that I don't even like the Beatles, but I... I've considered it a duty to like get a hold of their entire catalog and just sit down and listen to the whole thing to make sure I didn't like them. And you still don't like them? I listened to them I mean, all day on Sunday. Okay, there's, there's yeah. some good. Well, that's stuff a little in much. There. There's some good stuff in there. They're okay. They're they're overrated. Stones okay. were better. All right. So last question before we move on to a dumpster fire is what musical artist who is no longer alive would you choose to hang out with slash party with at one of their shows? Uh, Joe Strummer. That doesn't seem like fun. Yeah. Oh, dude, you don't know anything about Joe. Joe's a lot of fun. I know Joe. He's famous for hanging out with his fans. And if being Randy a lot of fun. thinks it's fun, fun, they're probably fun. Yeah, if I think they're funny. <laughs> All right, Greg, you've been asleep be for like Curtis. 20 minutes. Who would you pick? Like chicken I was, nuggets. I was going to say Joe Strummer. <laughs> uh, really? You town. were going to say, like, what's his face from The Offspring? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually. Uh, no. Wait, what's his name? Um, Dexter? I'm, so, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt the tender moment we were having together. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. Uh, Go back to I'll, sleep, Greg. I'll say uh, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart then. Ooh. 
That's actually someone that I would never size of the brain on Greg. Uh, you, oh, you're, you mean the actor? You want to, you want to hang out with the guy that played him in that movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would choose clearly Freddie Mercury from Queen, and I would do boatloads of drugs with him, and whatever happens, happens. Are. Sure, I could see him being kind of bitchy to hang out with, though. You'd have to catch him. Hundred percent. I want him to queen it. You know what I mean? Not from just the music style, but also be a queen and uh-huh. do drugs. Cool. I would, I would do John, John spent a lot of time in the rave scene in New York in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Josh? Who would you pick? I'd pick John Bonham. Cause he's badass. Do you even know who he is? Yes. No, I, do I, they? not by name. He is the drummer for Led Zeppelin. Come on, oh. Jonathan, really? No. He likes the Beatles. Do you think he knows anything about music? Yes. He would know. He would certainly know a contemporary. Uh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Thanks for listening to the Portland Vanity Dead Musician Podcast. <laughs> Yay! Greg, go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. We play this game at work all the time, and uh, usually the, the top choices are Freddie Mercury and Prince. Oh yeah. Well, Prince would be a difficult one too. I heard he could be real difficult to hang out with. Just like you. Yep. Now I got to write down that fantastic timestamp. I thought you meant when you said, "Are we done with this?" I thought you meant the whole podcast. You got to do it twice because you said it. We're we're done, Josh. You can sign off. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we have um, a playlist of kick-ass songs. (laughs) On.